I missed you guys. I really did. It's been like three, four weeks. It's been, it hasn't been a month since my last, uh, man, it's horrible, horrible of me. Um, this is the Large Picture Show. I am your host, Will. And um, today I just want to talk about what separates us the most. There's probably like two or three things that separates, and this is just Americans, right? And it, it spreads across the world, but primarily in America, there are three things that separate us. And it's really sad because, you know, they shouldn't. But it's race, our political views, and our religion. And if there was true tolerance, these things wouldn't, they wouldn't separate us, or, or uh, they wouldn't be so, so touchy, wouldn't be so sensitive to approach these subjects if there was true tolerance, if people really believed that uh, everyone is entitled to their own personal beliefs, and um, they shouldn't be ridiculed for them, then things would be a lot easier. It would be a, a, a much simpler world to live in, right? But we know that's not the case. And just starting with politics, uh, I had a conversation recently with someone about Trump. And I mean, obviously, it's easy to hate Trump. It's easy to jump on the bandwagon of hating Trump. But I never really jumped on that bandwagon too hard to like, you know, because I think it's like a waste of breath. I mean, I understand that uh, it's outrageous that he could be the president of the United States. I understand that. I understand how people could feel that way. But um, I don't think it's necessarily uh, a reflection of um, the people. I don't think the people made him the president. I think other forces made him the president. I think other interests made him the president. Uh, and that's the problem. That's why we're so so separated and uh, against each other many times uh, is because our government is not exactly what we think it is. Like, we think it's democracy. We think it's, uh, you know, we think the president pretty much rules over the nation. Uh, and that's been taught to us in school from a very young age. Like, since we were kids, they've been teaching us this and um, kind of just like grooming us to believe in democracy and in politics and in the political system. But it's not, it's not really the way they described it to be. It's, I, I, want, I don't wanna just like jump out on the limb and like, all oh, of it is a lie. Um, there are laws that go into effect due to what happens with the people. Um, your local legislators and, and you know, your local uh, lawmakers and, and people that are, are representatives of the communities and of the taxpayers, they are, like, they're working, they're doing things to bring forth change and uh, 
they're doing things to solidify uh, some, in some cases, tradition or, uh, you know, just, it, it, there's a lot of things that go on politically in the uh, local arenas that are for the people. But as we start to get up the ladder, when we start to get to D.C., and uh, that's a little less real. That's, that's more so grandstanding and, you know, it's like, it's like, it's almost like the WWE when you get there. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know if those people really affect change because Washington, Washington affects change for the nation. In your state, in your city, there are politicians who are trying to affect change in your city and state. And they are pretty much bound by the budgets that, you know, that the state approves of, you know. So they do what they can within their parameters. Um, but what parameters are there for the federal government? What do we know? Who regulates them? And if nobody regulates the federal government, then is that actually a democracy? If no, if no one regulates the federal government, are we actually living in a democracy? Because if not, then the federal government can do exactly whatever they want, however they want to do it, and no one is checking them. Will they do it in the way of a dictator, like Kim Jong-un? Or will they, will they act like Putin? Will they do it in that way? No, they will not. They will not do it that way. They will not strong arm. Our federal government is about the finesse. The finesse game on our federal government is at an all-time fucking like Hall of Fame level. Unmatched. Unmatched. Marketing, advertisement, spin, media coverage, conflicting reports, false reports, fake news, alternative facts, all of these things are finesse. It's finesse. It's throwing your emotions back and forth. It's affecting your judgment because you're hearing conflicting things. And usually the first thing we hear, we start to rationalize it. And so then when we hear something that conflicts with it, even if it's true, even if it's more factual than the information we got firsthand or the, the information that we received first, we, we almost can't believe it. So that's how you, you can't change people's minds about what we've been told. 
which leads me to like religion. Can't change that. You can't change your mind about you know a spirit that people think they feel from when they're as early as two or three years old. You can't tell them that the Holy Ghost is not real. You can't tell them that Jesus doesn't live. You can't tell them that that uh, God is not uh, working every day through them. You know, God is not moving through them. You cannot tell them that they are wrong about the feeling they feel when they're in a room full of people who believe in the same thing that they do. You cannot tell them that. And it's really, it's a, it's tough because being from the, the inner city, being black and from the inner city, you're going to know tons of religious folks, tons of people who believe heavily in, in religion. And whether it's Christianity or Islam or Catholicism, there's tons of Catholics in the inner city when you have a, a Latin population. But you can't tell them that they're wrong. Because they're going off of what they heard or what they feel. But the religion is, is everything that separates us. It's everything. It's, it's, it's like, oh man. Uh, look. I'm, I'm what people consider to be an African-American, right? Uh, I don't really like that title. Uh, nor do I like to be called black. I feel like being black is like a concession to being called a nigga. It's like, all right, you can call me a nigga just in a better way. You know, you can call me other just in a nicer way. Just, just with a cute color. But not even a color, it's a contrast. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really... So I like melanated, but... In the grand scheme, and you know, in the eyes of most people, I'm considered an African American male. Cool. But I don't really. I, I love culture, of of all from all over the world. I've traveled the world, as a kid, so I've experienced tons of different cultures. I just like culture, in general. I like experiencing other cultures. I like learning about them. I'm interested in it in general, but I do not have a direct connection to Africa or uh, like a sweet spot in my heart for Africa necessarily because, and I feel it's because my people are from here, from this land. We're more, I, I believe that most people who are considered African Americans, their ancestors were more intimately involved with the land of America than we care, or not that we care, that we've been led to believe. We've been led to believe that the existence of African people on the continent of North America came about through the transatlantic slave trade. Now, I do not believe that that is true. Yes, obviously, the transatlantic slave trade 
was a real thing, but I do not believe that that is the cause for the African population in North America. All right, so this is getting off of the like the separate. Well, yeah, this is into it too because it's about race, right? This is all about what's up races, but it's just about we need to like kind of like switch the way we believe because we switch what we believe and switch what we've been taught because they're gonna teach us one thing is not necessarily true, you know? Because teaching education is brainwashing. So as long as you educate me, you can brainwash me on whatever you want me to know. And whatever you don't want me to know, you just can conveniently leave it out of the equation. Um, a Native American is nothing but an African after thousands of years of evolution, thousands of years of adaptation to the climate. If all people are from Africa, you say the first upright walking humans are from Africa. If that is true, then that means even white people are from Africa, right? Their adaptation to their climate in those mountains, the Caucasus Mountains, made their hair blonde, their eyes blue, right? Made them a little hairier because of the, the elements, gave them uh, different structures of facial hair. They needed more facial hair to protect, you know, their nostrils from inhaling the cold air. Thicker eyebrows for protection. Thicker beards. More facial hair. More hair in general. Just more, just more hair. And their skin to be very pale because of the absence of the sun. Their skin to start to lose melanin because of the absence of the sun. And in different places, different things. In Asia, different adaptations, different evolution, right? Then how do we not believe that Native Americans are African people who evolved? If we can say that all people come from Africa, even white folks, even a European comes from Africa initially, right? And they're uh, evolution and their uh, human adaptation to the climate of Europe makes them look the way they look. Native Americans are the same thing. Mexicans, the same thing. But we've been told here on this American soil that we all come directly from Africa as slaves. But we don't really know the number of how many millions of Native Americans were killed. And some were captured. And some were made to be slaves. And there's a lot of people here that was taken from here and made to be slaves in Europe. It's just that the story is so it's uh it's unsung it's an unsung story really it's not it's not a bit, it's not a great story they don't tell the great story about it there's nothing that like really documents it like this phenomenal depictions of world war 2 you know and world war 1 and vietnam you know 
but we don't know much about what really happened. Even in those depictions, we don't really know. Because a lot of that stuff was just politics and propaganda. Fake uh, war footage. <laughs> just for morale. You know? So, like, we have to, in summation, because, right, I usually do the three segments of, like, five minutes. But I just figured I'd just talk to you guys for, like, 16 minutes. Hopefully the conversation doesn't get dry. And, like, you know, hopefully, like, you're agreeing with me in all of the dry spots. I mean, so you just, like, you get to, like, say something to yourself in your head. Get a little thought in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, like, in summation, right, let's just, just wrap it up. We have to, like, not uh, agree with the agreements that we've made with ourselves that's been um, inputted. They, they put these things into us. They, they, uh, they, they plugged us up. It's like the Matrix. They plugged us up and they, they transferred information into us through education, through TV, through radio, through our parents and their education, TV and radio and parents and uh, churches and whatever, like all of these different things have made us uh, make these agreements with ourselves of how life is and how things go and what's real and what's fake. So we have to kind of rethink all of those. I think the best way to rethink all of them is just to like look, start, believe the opposite and research the opposite, you know, of what you believe. If you believe in Jesus, uh, just don't believe in Jesus for like six months. Just don't believe in that. And research something else. And it could be anything else. Just learn about someone else and something else and someone else's belief system. If you're a Republican, like it's unfortunate we only have two to choose from in politics, right? Like that's actually popular and you can actually like be a part of, like you know, who's like libertarian and Green Party? Like who are those people? Like and why are they not, you know? allowed to even get in the race you know like so if you're a republican don't be a republican for six months think democrat read from a democratic point of view right like i don't believe any of the stuff is really real once you get to a certain level but they have our hopes up into it they have us you know wrapped up into it so just try something different if you're a democrat think like a republican Read up on it. Read, watch their perspective. Watch their news. Watch their uh, read their print. You know, get get in tune with other things outside of what we are. You know, if you're black, just try not to think black for six months. Like on your Netflix, look at all the white shit you would never look at. And if you're white, look at all the black shit that you would never look at. But we're going to start to understand each other. And things can come together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, otherwise, it's just going to be an impending doom. Like, we're just going to keep fighting forever. Like, and I'm, I was with that fight. I was, I, you know, I'm Black Lives Matter. I'm like, like, you know, put the hoodie up for Trayvon, hands up, I can't breathe. Like, don't shoot. And, and, you know, everything. Like, justice for Sandra Bland, like, for sure. I was with that. And I'm with, I was with calling out the racism at every turn. 
I was with like, you know, trying to rally people. And I'm I'm still uh still passionate about social injustices and social social economic uh, well being of melanated people. But this is the large picture. So I wanna just zoom out to just like so we can see that like no matter what kind of person you are, I don't care what color, where you come from, right? As long as we're fighting and we're at war with each other over the frivolous things and the lies that they've told us, then we will never hold them accountable. Same way that if we are always focusing our energy on Trump, then we can never hold accountable the people who are actually making decisions. Same way that if we focus all our energy on the prophets, we would never actually get to the God. It's been far too long. I'm just like happy I could uh, get up here and got a chance to share with you guys. This has been another episode of the Large Picture Show. I'm your host, Will. We've had, like, no breaks, really. We went for 21 minutes straight. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy y'all day. I hope some of the things I've uh, mentioned, I hope it sparks some thought. And, uh, you know, let's come together.